Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Soul Flow Podcast. It's been a while since I've been on. Um, you know, the, the, the normal programming in me wants to apologize, but I've never made a promise to do anything other than try. And so for me to apologize would be to apologize for something that I told you I'd do. I told you I'd try to make more podcasts, um, but I made no promises. So there's no apology needed, I guess. Um, why explain that? Because I'm, I'm in this process, which I feel like I've been in for a long time, of deprogramming myself of of understanding the the thought processes in my head that need to be rewritten because they no longer align with my beliefs and I don't think they align with how we're supposed to be we're you know we're taught all these different things about life and how it's expected to be but they're so generic some of them right just like this apology right i felt like i needed i'm so sorry i haven't been here in over a month but i've told you in several podcasts that all i was going to do is try to post more podcasts um but i made no promises so if i didn't make a promise if i made a promise to you guys that i was going to be back next week and then i wasn't then apology, I think, would be needed, right? But it's like I feel bad because I haven't. But the reason why I don't do these on a weekly schedule is because I only want to do them when there's inspiration. I don't want to just sit here and ramble about nonsense unless I feel like I have something meaningful to share for you. So if it takes a month for me to gather more information, more experiences, more life, insight, whatever, um, reading a book, whatever it is to then provide some type of content for you that I think is meaningful, then it may take longer than a month. Other than that, life gets in the way, which has kind of happened this last month. So that's what we're going to kind of talk about first. Um, so in my last podcast, I talked about loss. I had just recently lost my aunt. Um, not sure if I shared this part of it, but I am working with plant medicines. Again, I've reconnected with ayahuasca. I know I did talk about that. It's been three years. I could do a, a whole hour podcast on that. So maybe next time. Um, so I have reconnected with, actually, I've always been connected. It's just I've realized or realigned myself to work with plant medicine in in a way that I never thought. Not that it's like out of, out of this world, new, innovative way, just not in the way that I had planned on working with it. But anyways... I digress. So I'm working with plant medicine 
I had an opportunity, my first opportunity to work with some amazing souls. The only thing is, is that the weekend fell on my aunt's funeral. So I had what I thought was going to be a difficult conversation with my father uh, about it. And it's, it's not that I don't want to be there for my family. It's not that I'm even trying to be insensitive about funerals and everything, but <clears throat> I had already committed to this. And I understand that, you know, I mean, people only die once. So it was difficult to try to justify why I felt the need to do that instead of be at the funeral. Um, but I don't regret my decision. I can say that. Uh, I... Yeah, there's, there's so much to unpack in that situation. But the most important thing is, is that my father understood the, the brother of my aunt understood and accepted my decision. And the depth of that for me is amazing because for the longest time, I didn't think my father even believed in what I did. So for him to kind of trust that I would make the right decision and not hold me, like hold it against me in any negative way, was huge. Um, so that was, you know, last month. It was actually a month ago today, my aunt's funeral. So I was doing ceremony on that day, well, that night and the night before. And then that was a Saturday. Then Sunday night, Monday morning, my grandma passed away. Uh, she had been in hospice. I think I spoke about this before. Um, we thought we had a few more weeks at least. I mean, she was pretty much done. And that was actually the same day that I was leaving for Vegas. I still went. I came, I was home in time for her funeral. Um, so March ended on a bad note, I would say. But yet, there was still so many, there were so many amazing things that happened in March. I went to Disney with my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and my niece and nephew, who I don't see that often, but still feel really connected to. You know, they look up to us, and it's amazing to be a positive influence in children's lives, especially family. Then we went to Vegas with my other nephew, and so I have, I have so many amazing experiences and memories in March. And I still lost two significant family members. Um, not that anybody's insignificant, but like immediate, right? Like aunt, it's pretty close. And my grandma. So this is the sister of my father and the mother of my mother. So pretty significant, I would say. Well, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> There's nothing to argue. Anyways, so March was a roller coaster and... 
I'm still processing all of that, right? Like, and on top of that, I did two plant ceremonies and I did two plant ceremonies in February uh, or one plant ceremony in February. So there's a lot of integration that's happening with me. Um, but I found my tribe. I found people to connect with and we're working and growing together, integrating together and that has been huge too because before when i got back from peru i felt alone i felt like i was in this on my own um which in some sense you kind of are on your own but we could talk about that later we could talk about a lot of things <laughs> so part part of what i wanted to talk about is just kind of wrapping my head around grieving and loss which i i feel like i covered in the last one but I was definitely a lot closer to my grandma than my aunt. So it's a little more, I feel like it's a little more difficult. Uh, but how, how I perceive grief should be is not necessarily how I'm processing it. And so there's like this mental battle with myself, I guess, where I'm trying to I'm trying to understand why I'm not, I don't want to say overreacting, but I feel like I am currently underreacting um, compared to what I thought I would be like, or yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not as sad as I thought I'd be. I'm not as depressed. I'm not as miserable. I'm not, um, Um, it's it's not affecting me the way that I thought it would, um, which I, I think is a good thing. Um, I'm not numb to it. I, I definitely, I miss my grandma. I love her. Um, when I speak about her, uh, it still brings tears to my eyes. I love, love her, love her. She's such an amazing woman, so intelligent. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it in the last podcast, but she would beat us all in Trivial Pursuit. There'd be like four teams. It'd be like... We'd have teams of three for three of the teams, and then my grandma was on her own, and she would beat all of us. She'd beat she'd beat all three teams. It'd be like nine of us, and she'd beat us all. So she was intelligent, and I'm talking like book smart. She mem like she never forgot a thing. Anything she ever read, movies, like she just soaked it all in. Um, amazing woman. And so, yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad she's gone, but... And I was trying to explain this to my mom, too. Like, I feel like we we should grieve the way we want others to grieve for us. And what I mean by that is, like, when you go, how do you want people to feel? How do you want them to carry about their lives? Do you want them to lock themselves up in a room for months and cry and shut themselves off from the rest of the world because they lost you. Cause I don't, I know that, you know, when I go, like I, I want people to celebrate everything that I've meant to them. And I want them to use it as a reminder that this human experience is not permanent. 
and make the best of it while you're here. No matter how much trauma, grief, loss, resistance, stress, anger, fear, doubt, don't let any of that shit stop you from living while you're alive. That's how I feel. And so I think my grandma would agree with that. She would not want me to stop living because she did. My time will come. And as long as I'm here, I want to make the best of it. And my decision to go to Vegas the same day that my grandma left was part of that because I made the best of connecting with my nephew and we had an amazing time. Um, we had some really good conversations that to have with a 14 year old. Um, I never had conversations like that when I was 14. So to just to be able to be open and honest with, with him, um, just about my perspective on life and, you know, letting him know that he's not alone and he's loved. And I'm alive and I'm here as long as I am. And then I got to reconnect with my niece just this past Friday. And that was amazing. And that's a whole nother story from my father, my dad, who once again, I, you know, he, so I'm a Reiki master. If I haven't mentioned that before, if you haven't heard that podcast, um, energy healing. And he recently reconnected with my niece, which we haven't talked to in years, probably like 10 years. Um, she was 14 at my, at my wedding and we're getting ready to celebrate our 13th anniversary. She's about to be 27. I have not seen her since she was like 18, 19 years old. So it's been like nine, 10 years, nine years ish. Uh, anyways, my dad would reconnect with her long story and she's emotionally not doing well. It's part of the reason why they disconnected, right? She pushed them away, even though they were doing nothing but trying to love her, which is what we do sometimes. And one of the first things he said was that she should try to get some Reiki from me. And so when I asked her, I was like, so my dad told you, you know, you should come see me. But did he explain what it is? And she's like, oh, no, he didn't know what it was or how do you explain it? He just said that he knew that I helped people. (laughs) to know well let me let me just say this um try not to cry this is an emotional episode i knew my father didn't understand what i did and it felt like he never tried to understand which to me equated to he didn't care or thought it wasn't real or didn't believe in me which I had in March alone had several conversations about feeling like my father thought I was a joke and didn't believe in what I did. And since then, he believed in me so much that he didn't need an explanation for me missing his sister's funeral. And he referred a family member to see me without even being able to explain what I do. That was so profound meant 
so much to me, but yet I had stopped. Like, even in the conversations of saying, yeah, my dad doesn't believe in me, but I don't need him to. I don't need him to believe in me. I believe in me. And I, and I know the significance of what I'm doing and the impact that I've had on people's lives. And even people that think this is bullshit, if anything, I'm inspiring people. And I'm, and I'm showing people their inner strength that's there regardless if Reiki or energy healing were real. Um, I'm showing people their inner strength, which everyone does have. So, so it really didn't bother me, but there was still a part of me that it bothered me. Because, it, I mean, it does hurt to, to feel like... Um, the man who, you know, raised you, your father, doesn't believe in what you do. And not only does he believe in it, he blindly believes in it. He be- he doesn't believe in it, he believes in me. Which, it has some meaning. It, it means a lot, honestly. Um, I guess it meant more than I thought it would. And... Maybe it shouldn't, right? I shouldn't have that attachment, that whatever. But I feel like it was part of... It's always been a part of me growing up and feeling that way. And at least recently, I've realized that me feeling that way was only me feeling that way. It was me still not fully believing in what I do. But it's also why I continually tell people how amazing they are because they don't believe how amazing they are. And so as long as I continually remind them and show them examples of how they are strong, they are amazing, they are beautiful, they are worthy of love, as long as I continually do that, eventually you'll see it just like I did. So if you're listening... I'm talking to you. Um, I just had a conversation with the client and I know she listens to these. I don't know if she's caught up or if she's still listening, but I saw her at a Reiki sound healing in the salt camp that we did. And I was reminding her that all of the shit that she's going through physically, mentally, whatever, right? All of the life experiences that are tough that she's strong enough to continually move on even or despite them despite these obstacles in her life despite you know these these physical struggles these physical ailments um she's still moving forward she hasn't stopped she hasn't quit she hasn't lied down and given up. Like, she's still going. And there's so much strength in that. <clears throat> that when, when she finally finds the way to overcome what is happening to her, which she's already overcoming it by continually moving regardless of that weight on her shoulders, she's still moving forward. Uh, and she finally sees how strong she is, like, 
she's gonna beat the shit out of all the all that crap that's been messing with her and that's how everyone is that's how you are if you're listening talking to you all the shit think think about your story think about your life all those struggles all those setbacks all those obstacles you're still here you're still moving forward some people don't and it doesn't mean that they're weak maybe they just weren't ready for it or weren't prepared or I don't know maybe that was their journey that was their whatever but you're still here and like I always say all of our past experiences just prepare us for the future and we're only given what we can handle so when you think of those two things all of the shit you were given in your life is only because you could handle that experience and the only reason you were given that experience is for the next chapter for the next part of this journey it's prepared you for this it's why i'm able to keep moving forward even though i lost two family members We're more powerful than we think, people. But we're seeing it more and more every day. I truly, like, you know what's interesting is I don't, I don't want to necessarily, I don't believe in miracles. Um, I don't think, because to me, a miracle, right? I mean, miracle, miraculous, right? Like, those are similar, right? That isn't it like a, I'm not good with big words. Right. Miracles are miraculous. I don't think that they are. I think it's just certain individuals find their true power and create those what we think are miracles. They're not miracles. They were supposed to happen. They happen because they happen to people that either found their found their inner strength, their inner power or were pushed so so hard that it just came out which is another way of finding it right like it was you're you're, it's like if you're backed in a corner by 10 people and all of a sudden like you you just know it's like do or die and you find this inner strength in you to survive it's always there sometimes we have to be pushed to pull it out so all of the all of all of the shit in your life is just there to push you to pull out that inner strength including you listening to me if you're listening to me it's because you have inner strength it's because you know it's there you just don't know how to find it you know how to tap into it and i'm hoping that through my work through my inspiration through all of your experiences before and after this conversation that you can find it without being pushed into a corner without finding your lowest low to know your worth it's just like i told my niece the other day and i say this all the time and i'm saying it again because you need to hear it you can only be loved as much as you love yourself you can only do as much as you believe you can do 
you are only capable your 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 limit is your belief in yourself and when you realize there is no limit and you can truly believe that in yourself life man <laughs> it's not happening to you it's happening for you i'm pretty sure that's a quote i didn't just make that up it's not happening to you it's happening for you everything that's happening you you're attracting everything right like i'm going into the law of attraction now because it's just what it feels like you feel a certain way internally which is an energy that energy then attracts a matching energy that confirms that energy if you think that your life sucks and nothing works out for you that's your energy in every external experience because that's your internal energy every external experience is going to confirm your internal experience your internal thoughts your internal emotions your internal feelings so when you believe that you're only worthy of a certain level of love and respect and abundance and finances and whatever that's all you will ever get when you and this is why this is why I tell my nieces and nephews that I love them no matter what and there's nothing they need to do to earn my love and I've told my nephew this so many times, I think he's starting to roll his eyes because he's like, okay, Uncle Jay. I, I literally told him, I love you. And if you make mistakes or fail, you will not lose my love at all. My love will not change for you. I will always love you. No matter any failures, any mistakes, any stupid things that you ever do in life or whatever you think is stupid, I will still love you. But... Any, any wins, any accomplishments, any success, you're not going to get any more love because you don't need more. You don't, you don't get more love just because you're doing well, just like you don't lose love when you're doing bad, because the love I'm giving you is unconditional love that does not waver on your behavior. <laughs> kind of runs and when you realize that when you when you start giving and receiving love unconditionally and realize that this is i get this no matter what it it alleviates some of that pressure of being a certain way of trying to please others because in pleasing others you either succeed or fail and when you fail now you feel like you're losing that love but when you succeed right you're like oh i need to con continually succeed in life because that's how i'll continually get love so when you have that attachment to your life it's going to affect you in a negative way good or bad but when you start to realize that i'm going to be loved no matter what so i can be myself i can do what brings me joy and i will always get love for it that's your worth that's your value that's your strength
so love yourself. It all starts with yourself. Everything that I do, I work on myself first. I know that my growth is more important than helping others. As weird as that sounds, because if, if, if I'm not physically and mentally capable of helping others because I don't take care of myself, then it doesn't matter how many people I think I can try to help. I have to be, I have to be at a hundred percent myself in order to help others. So it starts with me. It starts with you. And if you look at it from as above, so below, as you know, as within, so without, all of the external changes only happen internally first. It's just a mirror. It's a projection. If, if things externally seem to be falling apart, it's because internally they're falling apart. And, and your energy is going to attract experiences, situations that confirm and match your energy. So when you start to realize that you're getting better, you're stronger, you're, you're worthy of love, you're worthy of abundance, then that external world will start to show the same. So on that note, love yourself because you deserve love. Believe in yourself because you are capable. And try to find ways to be grateful for everything you do have, for who you are, all the, all the good experiences you've had, and even finding the gratitude in the bad ones. I love you guys. Guys, girls, everyone. If your cat's listening, I love you too. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. Peace.